listening to the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. What is up? Welcome into the Coach's Corner, the place to get the inside information from the coaches themselves. I'm your host and head coach of the Venture Academy Girls basketball team, Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos. Check out the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by head coach of the Venture Academy Mustangs boys basketball team, Eric King. Coach, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, so we're going to talk about your uh, basketball journey and how it's prepared you to lead the Venture Academy Mustangs. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. So, Coach, you kind of had a, a unique journey through the game of basketball. You know, played some high school basketball, went the JUCO route, continued collegiately playing some basketball, spent some time overseas in the Philippines, played a little semi-pro here in the States. You know, how has that kind of influenced your coaching style? So um, a little bit more of my background. Um, in high school, I started off going to a Christian school, Stockton Christian. Um, I was playing there my okay. freshman, sophomore, and my junior year. And um, going to a Christian school and whatnot, um, around when I was going to high school, everybody said you need to go to public school and uh, play at a higher level. So mm-hmm. I had transferred to Lincoln, okay. and I had tried out my junior year, mm-hmm. and I had got cut. Then I had uh, tried out my senior year as well, and I had got cut. So my last two years of high school, I did not play. So that pretty much molded, you know, the start of basically my chip on my shoulder. Nice. And um, yeah. that's kind of how I carried it on as far as um, as I coached. So after nice. high school, I was kind of a, a lost soul, but I knew I wanted to play. Okay. And um, I just kept playing, stayed after it, um, yeah. stayed around the right people who were playing collegiately. And um, I somehow, some way, made my way at Delta. <laughs> I uh, gray shirted my first year. It's probably the best thing I ever did. Yeah. Uh, I got a taste of life outside of home, yeah. college, um, playing at a college level, what's expected of me. So that was really, uh, it was mm. really impactful for me when yeah. I started playing basketball. My freshman year, I probably checked into maybe five games. So going into my sophomore year, um, it started off, you know, I was just happy to make a team, but now I kind of, I don't wanted to play more. I kind of wanted to get everything I worked for, but yeah. I just put my head down and I kept working. And uh, by the fifth game, my sophomore year, I started. Yeah. And then I, uh, I started for the rest of the season. Uh, we made a pretty good run. Um, we uh, lost the game to go to state final four, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to toot my horn, but I don't think Delta College has been that far since then. So um, after that, I got blessed, and um, I got an opportunity to play at a Christian school in Orange County in Anaheim, NAI school. And after I finished playing my last two years there, I took my leap of faith, and I chased my dream to play professionally in the Philippines. And I got my dual citizenship, sold my car, and I went out there and I chased the dream for about a year. I played. You know, I kind of got what I wanted out of it. Um, I kind of left that door open when I came home. And uh, I've been blessed now to coach at Venture Academy, yeah. and I play for the semi-professional uh, team here locally. Yeah. So it just it means a lot for me to come back to my community, I guess, and sure. to show the kids that, I mean, no matter what, no matter your background, no matter your situation, no matter what's going on, like you control your own destiny, and you can never stop trying because once you quit is when you fail. So if yeah. you never stop trying, you know you don't know when you fail. So. Yeah. I just stuck at it, and I guess I was blessed enough to be in the position I am today. Mm-hmm. So that being my basketball journey, so yeah. now me as a coach, I'm really, really, uh, my perspective on the game, you know, I, I always give the kids who really earn it first. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that kid on the outside in, trying to just 
get in where I fit in. I, you know, I worked my tail off every chance I got, and um, I never gave any, a, a coach an excuse to have anything negative to say about me. So I think that's molded my mindset, too, I guess, on life. You know, it's, yeah. it's changed my, you know, the basketball's changed my life on and off the court, and um, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have the game. The game's been good to me, oh, all I can sure. say. Sure, and you could tell that you love the game and you're giving back. Uh, you know your coaching style. We talked about a little bit. Um, you know you, you're demanding of your players. I wouldn't say that you're you're demanding or you have a demanding style, but like you said, you know you, you expect a, the effort to be there, right? And you expect them mentally yeah, to kind of be dialed into to what's going on. Yeah, I um, you know, I just I tell the boys all the time, you know, and I just tell them I wasn't the best player on my team when I played, mm-hmm. but I brought value. And I brought value in the little thing, you know, I just, I got everybody involved. I was a point guard. I knew the offense like the back of my hand. I knew the defensive schemes. I was, you know, I just, I used all that first and then I used my skills. So I just tell the boys all the time. I mean, there's a standard that we're playing for, you know, there's a certain way I want the game to be played. Uh, There's a certain effort I expect. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing that, somebody else will. And that's kind of how, life works in the workforce or you know in the work field or anything your boss is going to ask you for a certain task and the way he Mm -hmm. wants it done you don't want to do it the way he wants it done well you can go play for somebody else or work for somebody else so i just try to make everything translate to the real world and i tell them all the time if you're not getting along with your coach or seeing eye to eye or being able to take instruction from them and you're doing something you love you're going to have a hard time when you move on as a man and you know you go into the real world so, you know, I just always try to translate that to them as much as possible because I think that's just the key that they got to understand that it's, I mean, yeah, we're asking that in basketball, we're demanding a lot, but mm-hmm. life demands a lot, you know, and things aren't going to be fair. You're not going to get the playing time you deserve. That's just, that's how life is. Mm-hmm. So you just got to battle through it and keep your head down and keep pushing. Eric King, Venture Academy Boys basketball coach here with Mario Ramos on the Coach's Corner podcast. So, Coach, you know, a lot of stops, a lot of coaches probably along the way. Are there any that kind of, you know, you reflect on from time to time that, you know, maybe you find yourself acting like this guy or talking like this guy? Oh, man, the, the legend. I mean, I text him every Father's Day. Uh, Richard Ressa at Delta College. Okay, yeah. That man changed my life, man. Nice. He, uh, he gave me a chance, and um, he always told me what I needed to hear, what I wanted to hear, and, yeah. you know, losing my stepfather when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Kind of, he kind of filled that void for me. As somebody that could just guide me and lead me to just, just awesome. to be a man. Awesome. And um, I tell him all the time, you know, the saying that he told me at Delta. I mean, I basically live by it. If you want to be the man in life, just mm-hmm. be a man about all your responsibilities, mm-hmm. and the rest will take care of itself. And I so, say, you know, when I get older, I really, really understand that. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the guys who I looked at as the ones, you know, the Russell Wilsons, you know, the guys who just did the, the little things right over and over and over and over and all his responsibilities. And then the journeys are reward. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's nice to, you know, be happy and successful and win big games and, you know, championships, but that journey and what you had to do to get there is that's the, that's what means the most. So that's that man, Richard Rustin, man, (laughs) that man changed. That's awesome. All right, Mario Ramos joined again by Eric King, Venture Academy Boys Basketball Head Coach, here on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, at Corner Ramos. You can follow Venture Academy Athletics, at Venture Athletic. So, Coach, you know, there's a couple of, of assistants there with you that are, are playing a big part in what you guys are doing there on campus at Venture Academy. John Giannone, Ryan Garter. 
how influential are they to what you guys are doing? You know, you could hear Coach Geo out there, you know, hollering in a loud gym. You know, Coach Carter was a really good player in his own right. You know, let's break them down. How, how are these guys impacting what's going on out there on the court? So um, I try to have my staff, you know, I try to have each person do something or have something that the other one can't, including myself. So, I mean, Geo's more of my, uh, how do you explain it? He's like, he's like my general of my army, you know, like he, he, he runs the show, you know, he controls who comes in. He controls the standard that he wants when the boys are out there. I control the X's and O's. So we kind of have that mutual, like he, he feels like I want my assistant coach to feel like his opinion matters and his view on the game means something to me. Cause if I think I'm the only one who knows what's right, then I have a problem myself. Because I don't know everything, so I always try to make sure he feels like that. But with that being said, I only have one person who feels like that. I don't want to have a whole bunch of chiefs, you know, and it's not enough Indians. So yep. he uh, he's the one that I have basically. He, he what he says goes unless I feel something crazy about it. But he if he wants this person in, no matter what's going on, or he takes that person out, he has that decision. So I kind of respect his. I, be, I highly respect what he's asking for the boys, especially with the effort, especially with the little things. He's all about that because he understands yeah. that that's what it takes to win. He's won championships. I mean, he's played at high levels. So um, that's what I have with Gio, man. He he brings that other side of grit from as like another coach. Um, with Ryan, man, yeah. that kid, kid, I mean, that kid, I always say that I'm a little bit older than him, but that guy, man, <laughs> when we played together, I mean, nobody – Nobody, I've never seen nobody play so hard and not say nothing until this day. You know, I mean, Ian, Ian's up there. Don't get it wrong. He plays hard. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when it comes from both sides of the court, I mean, when I was playing with him, that that guy gave me his all. He never gave an excuse to nobody. And um, he he could score the ball and he could shoot it. And I need that. I need a guy with good skills who played the game that way. You know, he he was that. He was our go-to guy. But he wasn't our captain. He wasn't like our leader. He was that guy who just had it. He had a great game. And you need a guy like that on your coaching staff because you have players like that. So I have a great score on my coaching staff. Um, I have a great scoring point guard on my staff with Gio, who's won at high levels and played. And I myself, the past first point guard. So I see the game a whole different way than all three of them. So I think it just creates a good little mesh of all three of us. I mean, we're always looking to improve. But, I mean, I think with us three, man, we kind of all see eye to eye. I mean, we don't mind speaking how we feel. We all agree. We don't feel like anybody's opinion doesn't mean anything to each other. Like, we're all on the same page. And I feel like if I'm there and the other two aren't or vice versa or one or the other, I think the boys give the same effort. They understand the same standards. They're, you know, they're a reflection of our coaching staff. And, I mean, they tell we tell them that all the time. I mean, reflection of your family, your school, and your coaching staff. So, represent us in the right way. So, that's all I have. I'm Mario Ramos, pleased to be joined by Venture Academy boys basketball coach Eric King on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos. You can follow Venture Academy Athletics at Venture Athletic. All right, Coach, so, you know, looking forward, looking ahead, you know, obviously, you know, we received news that the uh, the CIF put out that the league, the um, season, excuse me, is going to be pushed back into the springtime. You know, so hopefully we do end up hitting the uh, the hardwood there in 2021 you know, well, what's the early outlook for the 2021 Mustangs? Oh, man. I think um, I think the boys are just appreciative that they at least have a target date and um, yeah. a schedule and potentially a, a season. Yeah. Um, a lot of these 
guys, I mean, I think we're going to be nine or ten seniors deep. So mm-hmm. I know this season, you know, is going to mean a lot to these guys. Sure. Uh, they've been together the last three years. They've been playing together. And yeah. um, they've been working hard, man. They they want to prove and showcase that, you know, they're, they're one of the better teams in the area. And they, they want to put Venture Academy mm-hmm. name out there and let people know we can compete. And, um, yeah. I mean, the boys are excited. I'm excited. But I just I think it's a blessing in disguise, everything that's going on. The boys got to see life without basketball, and I think they'll appreciate it even more every chance they get to play. And I mean, I mean, they already played hard already, so yeah, yeah. I know them being at their senior year, and it almost got taken away from them. Yeah. So I just think you're just adding more fuel to the fire for these guys. These guys mm-hmm. feed off of adversity. Mm-hmm. They feed off of whatever obstacles in front of them. They always want the challenge. And um, they always ask for the hard way, and I'm not mad at that. And I, like I said, that's how I grew up. That's how I see the game, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is a special group, though, right, Coach? I mean, you talked about it. There's a lot of seniors, guys that have played um, together. You know, really good kids, really good basketball players. Like I said, just a special bunch of guys, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, these uh, we have. I think we'll have one new guy. That's it, man. A guy transferring. He'll be a senior as well. Okay. And our guys know him and have played with him before when they mm-hmm. were younger. Yeah. And I think he'll fit in. Romeo will fit right in with the group in jail. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think these boys, when you, when they're out there playing, you see a family. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the parents to sure. just, they're all together. Away games feel like home games. Mm-hmm. These boys hang out every weekend. They're eating, yeah. staying the night at each other's house, movies. I mean, you name it, yeah. you know, and it, it's a good thing to see. Sure. You know, and I just know it's going to be their last run at it. And I yeah. think it's kind of fitting with the whole last dance with the Michael Jordan documentary <laughs> came out. You know, I yeah. I told the boys, you know, like our model's going to be this is your, you know, like the, the Netflix documentary is going to be your last chance. You know, it's going to be your last chance to, to showcase your talent at the high school level. Sure. And, you know, I just I hope the boys can embrace the the journey that's going to have to happen over these next six months because mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to stay yeah. locked in when you know that you're not playing for a while. Yep. It, I told them just to treat it like season just ended and we're in March or April and you're not really hooping. You're just finishing school and you're waiting for the summer to hit. It's not really summertime yet. It's going to feel like that in October or November when we get closer to when we play. So I just, you know, they just got to stay engaged and, Basically, I'm happy the NBA's back because if it wasn't, yeah. they were going to drive me nuts. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so these boys, these boys are hungry to get out anywhere, yeah. you know. So sure. I just, I just think them staying motivated during all this is going to be the most important thing because yeah. they have nothing to play for. Yeah. So that's the biggest deal for my big, biggest issue with the boys. But I mean, besides that, I think we're going to be just fine. I think the sky's the limit. Um, we've worked hard on our schedule, even with everything that's going on. Um, I think we'll be very competitive this season. And, yeah. I mean, I just hope the boys go out the way they want. So, it'll be on them. Sure. Yeah, definitely, you know, something that we'll we'll look forward to, you know, when that time hopefully does come. You know, you mentioned that family environment that you guys have. You know, it's evident, it's clear as day when we're watching you guys play. You know, one of the cool things about, you know, our league and our setup is that, you know, as the girls coach, you know, I coach right before you guys, so I get to come out, you know, when we're done with our yes, post game and check you guys out, you know, and it's it, it's been a blast to, to watch what you've done with the, the boys the last couple of years. You know, you talk about being a family. You know, I could see that. You know, I like to think of myself as that crazy neighbor that comes by and says hi every once in a while. You know, but, yeah. I, <laughs> but like Speaking I said, it, 
Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it's a, it's fun to watch, man. And I'm just so glad that, that our kids there at Venture Academy are being taught, you know, how to play basketball, you know, properly. You and Gio and Coach, you know, Ryan, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. And you're not doing a bad, a bad job yourself, man. Appreciate that, man. You, you're setting an example. All the stuff that I, I watch from you guys, I'm taking back to practice and trying to implement it myself. So I'm, I'm yeah, learning from yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. I had to learn it from somebody, too. It's no big deal. No, man. Well, like I said, you know, take care of yourself. Uh, you know, I appreciate you jumping on. You know, hopefully we'll get back together in the gym here soon. Yes, sir. You stay healthy. Um, and everybody else that's out there listening, Venture Academy basketball program, we're coming with it this season, boys and girls. That's right. We're looking forward to that. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate that, man. You have a good one. All right, I want to thank you guys for listening to The Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter, at Corner Ramos. Be sure to catch more of the Coach's Corner podcast with Mario Ramos on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Special thanks to Eric King. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Yes, sir. Go Mustangs.